Well, I was just kind of wondering if maybe anyone else thought that Jonathan was kind of too perfect. No, he's not. He's just perfect enough. He crushed the bones of the master. He blew up a big snake made out of mare, and he coached the U.S. women's soccer team to a stunning World Cup victory. We saw him doing those things. But that's just it. I'm not entirely sure that we can trust our memories. Anya, tell them about the alternate universes. Oh, okay. Um, say you really like shrimp a lot. Or we could say you don't like shrimp at all. Blah, I wish there weren't any shrimp, you'd say to yourself. Stop, you're saying it wrong. I think that... Jonathan may be doing something so that he's manipulating the world and we're all like his pawns. Or prawns. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 17, titled Superstar. Directed by David Grossman, written by Jane... Oh man, somebody corrected my pronunciation on this and I forget what the actual... Espenson? Espenson? Don't know. It I gave be, both reads. It must be Espenson. Because yeah, because I was giving it some Espenson. flair. Yeah. Jane Espenson. Jane Espenson. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, original air date, April 4th, 2000, to an audience of 4.11 million people. And uh, before we get into this episode, we got some shout-outs to get to. We have a couple of the Spotify ones. Those have been rolling in pretty nicely. Yeah. The uh, Spotify screenshot to my DMs at Joe Welke. Give a shout-out to Shelby Wallace. Thank you so much for your Spotify five-star review. And also a shout-out to Evita Simone. Simone? Don't know how to pronounce that last name, but that's all the way from Greece, baby. We're international, man. Call me Pitbull because I'm Mr. International with these freaking shout outs. <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of shout outs, we have a little correction to issue from last week. Yes. Uh, we misassigned that Becky Nicole sent it to the boys watching Buffy, Buffy. Instagram as opposed to sending it to at Joe Welke as per the request. <laughs> that was incorrect. Becky Nicole, you did it right. You know who yeah. did it wrong? A little Courtney. Elizabeth, who, uh, who we appreciate, who came on Discord and said, hey, you guys misassigned yeah. this. So yeah. we appreciate both of them, and we just wanted to issue a correction for those who are not on the Discord, which I don't understand why you're not, because it was oh crazy this week. <laughs> Discord was wild this week. It's been popping off lately. And uh, speaking of Discord, we're going to go into some corrections or some follow-up from last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a debate about whether or not uh uh fuffy was wearing gray pants or black pants it seems as mm-hmm. though she's wearing gray pants Hell they, yeah. they could be like a ash gray uh, ash black but i think yeah. they're gray they're like oh, they're, i think they're kind of like gunmetal yeah they're like gunmetal but they're not black on black like i yeah. originally thought i was just like she's all like sleek out 
Um, and then we had the big, the great debate. <laughs> great is not how I would, <laughs> would, would phrase it, but the debate of whether or not one of the watchers believed that Faith believed that Buffy was in Faith's body. Mm-hmm. Now the Discord consensus is pretty much leaning. Leaning towards Vance. Leaning towards the belief that he does not believe Buffy is in the body. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I think Joe I 12 strongly... angry men, some motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> like, this is why you don't want to be on trial. Because the jury can be really twisted. <laughs> I don't even believe that you still believe that a person was actually in it. But your argument of why you think that. You're, the, the wording of, I don't care what's in your body. I don't care what's mm-hmm. in you. And then the other guy saying. I I do. Do, I do care. I take that to mean that he means, oh, I care what you did to the watchers. Mm-hmm. And the other guy saying, I don't care. I'm just a goon. I just bring people in. I don't care about the the stakes of it. I'm a hired mercenary versus you are a believer of the watchers. Mm-hmm. And the last line of him saying we should have killed you while you were asleep and then immediately spitting on her after that. That's him talking about faith specific to me. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's pretty. I think it's ninety nine percent that he believes, he believes that that is Buffy, and he believes that that is faith. And I think only it faith. creaked open the door of reasonable doubt, though. You, <laughs> I creaked open the door of reasonable doubt. Yes, by some wording that we believe the writer just wanted to like piggyback off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ending, uh, yeah, I don't think he says that we should have killed you while you were asleep. If you think it's Buffy. But I like I can see where you get uh, your confusion. I did not. My whole thing with shooting it down was so that we did not have the the debate that we had on Discord as as we did with the wish. If anyone wants to watch that episode, you should probably do that because the wish and then the next episode and then (laughs) the same with this past episode and this one. And this one deals with some more wish type stuff this I episode know. that we're getting into and i, I am know. afraid <laughs> <laughs> i just like a good open to your own interpretation thing kind of like you know the ending of inception like was he asleep was he not asleep yeah i just don't think they're they're keeping the door open they weren't keeping yeah, the door open I also, last episode for that. this was also like the most inconsequential thing like we're never going to see that watcher goon weatherby again like it was just like <laughs> But whatever. Uh, moving on, uh, Vance, how, how did you feel? I got to get your initial thoughts about this episode. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I need to. Get I that. think they did a great job of pushing story forward while having a random goofy episode. I think okay. they did a good job of that. Um, See, I'm on the other side of the fence. This felt like a complete weird detour. That I, it's not that I didn't like this episode. I thought it was really fun, really cool. But it seems like it would have been like an earlier in the season episode. You know what I mean? It, I mean, yeah, it, this doesn't need to come in when things are so high stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, True. I don't I think and I think some of the stuff opens up with so many more questions. Yeah, dude. Of like. Yeah, but they brought back a character that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed the intro and think. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Elias. And I forget the other uh, fan on Discord who told us, definitely watch the cre- the opening credits this episode because yeah. it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think we should uh, 
let's just get into what do you well i guess yeah yeah i mean my thoughts are like super fun super funny really interesting opens a whole can of worms Mm -hmm. but it just felt weird coming after like the intense drama of the last two episodes yes maybe if you settle the drama from the last episode a little bit and then this is the episode after that and it's like it it needed a, a low stakes it needed a low stakes uh main story or like b story yeah, it felt like this was trying to settle some of the drama from the last episode in this incredibly goofy episode, which well, I, I was like... I think they that? managed to do it, but it doesn't... They managed to tie it in. I wasn't a completely... I thought this was going to be like an alt. You could just mm-hmm. take this episode, throw it away, and nothing in it was mattered at all. Yeah, when it like was a one-shot. Yeah. <laughs> I really got like... I was like, oh, this is like a Charlie's Angels thing or something like us. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be fun. Just a goofy doesn't deal with the show at all maybe that would have been better if they just completely just didn't tie in adam and and faith to this yeah Yeah. like it i don't know we'll get into it we'll get into it let's let's start the episode so like the episode begins with also our predictions from last episode were very wrong uh (laughs) there's no way we could have predicted this yeah i think i predicted someone gets you celebrity or something predicted a celebrity comes in and and they're a demon. It's kind of thirty percent, maybe. Yeah, I'll give that to you. <laughs> yeah. So the episode opens up with a recap of Jonathan. Y'all remember Jonathan as the uh, suicidal potential school shooter from the episode where Buffy could read minds, and also throughout <laughs> the whole entirety of the series, where he's just like in the background with like a one-liner, being a pathetic, like kind of losery guy. Mm-hmm. We get a recap of that story, and as soon as that happened, I was like, what the fuck is, what could possibly be going on here? Mm-hmm. And then we get a little recap of, like, the whole body switch situation that's been going on the last two episodes that is now settled since Faith has skipped town. Mm-hmm. So this episode actually opens up with Buffy in well, the graveyard. Well, we have to talk about the theme, the intro. Well, well the intro Oh, the intro start. comes after, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Buffy's in the graveyard fighting some vampires with Xander, Willow, and Anya. And, you know, it's just a typical Buffy vampire fight opening scene where, you know, they're fighting. She's taking some stuff. Why did these demons fight Buffy? Just run. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, don't you know she's got a rep? Especially if you're like lower minion demon. You know where you are in society. You're not (laughs) going to take down the Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) You know that you'll be an underling to Adam in like two seconds once he shows up. (laughs) You'll be like, hey, Adam, what are we doing tonight? We're going out, we're eating a club. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, Buffy stakes some. Other people are like handling them and then one gets away. And so they do something that's never really been before seen in this show. They chase after one of these vampires. <laughs> and it goes into this like tomb mausoleum type thing. They go in there and there's like four or five vampires in there feasting on one victim. Mm-hmm. And the gang goes in and they're like, this is really fucking bad news. Mm-hmm. And then they leave the tomb and Buffy's like, look... I'm a little out of my depth here. I, I can't just go rushing in. Like if it was like two of them, I feel like like I could take two vampires. But like this, this is too many. Uh, I just can't really do it. And I so, thought my thought when she said that was like, really? And yeah, dude, she does that all the time. <laughs> and it makes sense why she says it. Um, yeah, I legit thought that they were feasting on um, Jonathan. 
and it was going to be all in his head at the end because it oh. looked like it was him like being eaten. Yeah. I'm sure like some trivia, but like, actually they used him as a back. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably. But so they leave and they're like, you know what we need to do? We need to get help. And they're like, who are we going to go to? And Buffy's like, who else are we going to go to? There's only one person that we can go to in a situation like this. And then so the gang goes to this giant mansion. They're like this big sweeping shot from above. And they walk up to this desk with the chair turned around so it's not facing them. And they're like, hey, we need your help. The chair swivels around. James Bondish theme starts playing. And it's Jonathan. And he's like, happy to help you. And then the intro starts. And the yeah. intro is this weird alternate version of the intro where it's like Jonathan is like the superstar of this show. And I was like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. It's like he's just weaved in doing action stuff. And I was watching it and I noticed they did not put his name. They did not have Danny Strong. No, as yeah. like a, he doesn't get a full title credit like when they added uh, James Monsters as Spike to it. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is just something one-off but it was yeah great he's like in his black duster and like doing stuff yeah and like even at the end like with the big gong at the end mm -hmm. it's like him walking alone at night with this fucking leather duster and i was <laughs> like Wait, what is happening right angel vibes yeah exactly and he's got like a new look too mm -hmm. like his hair he, like it, it looks, looks like he dropped up. some he dro looks like he dropped some weight or something like that and his hair spiked and gelled or he just looks a lot more badass now. Yeah, it's different haircut, different outfits. He's not yeah. in that, like, striped shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he's not in his nerd gear anymore. Yeah. He's got, like, a black turtleneck. Yeah. Like, he's special ops or I some mean, shit. I mean, he's got some looks in this one. Yeah, dude, he yeah. absolutely does. Um, so, we come out of the intro with the gang, and they're at Giles's. And Jonathan is, like, training them on how to be better vampire slayers. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like some kind of vampire, like MMA guru, like, oh, this is what you need to do. Like, you need to be aware of your left and like all this stuff. And everybody's like in awe of Jonathan. Like, he's so cool. Like, thank God Jonathan's here to teach us all this shit. And I was at this point, I was like, is is this like Jonathan like writing a script or is this like a comic book idea that he had or something? Yeah, I thought this was him, his like death throws fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but I love like, he's like, Willow's trying to figure out schematics to get into the mausoleum type thing, the crypt, and she can't mm -hmm. do it. And he's like, huh, wait a minute. Type, type, type. Ah, there we go. And she's like, wow, you're so good. And then he passes a chess game that he's been playing with Giles. And he's like, oh, the something Some strategy and yeah. he's like you almost got me and he wins and Giles yeah. takes off his glasses like huh like <laughs> everyone's amazed no he is just like the most amazing guy in the world and yeah. and Anya has a different look too her hair is different in this episode yeah, yeah. but uh he, it's like Jonathan knows how to kill vampires better than the gang now it's like mm -hmm. I was like is this a comic book is this a screenplay that he's writing or or is this like what he's been secretly doing on the side and just like he came out of nowhere and was yeah. like, guess what? I figured all this shit out after the mayor. And I mean, yeah. didn't we think that he kind of died at one point? No, I think we, we thought he was alive because we saw him tackle a vampire. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but he never like got killed by one. Like we did see Harmony get bitten. Where has Harmony been? We saw Harmony get bitten <laughs> uh, in that scene. Yeah, and somehow turn, which I don't under, which I didn't understand from what well, we saw. I remember like I I knew that he didn't die because I saw come out some kind of spoiler. Yeah, for was later it? on, and okay. I was like, oh shit, now he's definitely not dead. Well, reading the like description of this episode, the little blurb they give you before you play it, it was like, oh. Uh, classmate um from sunnydale comes back and everyone's wondering why he's so cool and like something or like why he's got superpowers basically mm-hmm. and i was like who could they bring back and i was like it has to be jonathan and like the <laughs> opening shot was like the flashback i was like yeah who else from that school are you bringing back yeah uh well i don't know they brought percy back that one episode yeah but i was like who else would they bring back that you'd be surprised at superpowers and they've already yeah. brought back harmony percy like you're running out of like regular Mm-hmm. cast so so after jonathan goes over to willow and like redoes the schematics and he like tap taps he's like we can enter in through here and willow's like oh my god you're so smart i would have you're like you came up with that so quick and then he's like don't worry you would have gotten you would have gotten it eventually like i have confidence in you and willow's like thanks jonathan then it kind of like cuts to that plan being enacted and mm-hmm. it's jonathan crashing through the glass ceiling of this vampire nest with a crossbow and his uh leather jacket yeah. and he's just like pew, 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 pew. Mm-hmm. buffy and the gang come in and they start killing the vampires mm-hmm. I, I, I just love like throughout the episode jonathan has like a james bond theme yeah because I mean, like this is playing yeah. really loud when it happens yeah and uh He's he's just like killing all these vampires. They empty the nest. They clear it all out. Buffy has some kind of thing where like a vampire uh, like runs past her mm-hmm. and she doesn't get to kill it. But Jonathan like saves her and he shoots it with a crossbow from across the room. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, man, I can't believe I almost let that vampire get away. And Jonathan's like, don't worry about it. You would have gotten it eventually. That's why we're all here. That's why we're a team and we're all killing vampires together. Yeah. Buffy's like, thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> and then... Yeah. They leave the mausoleum and there's paparazzi waiting outside and taking pictures of Jonathan and he's like fluffing out his coat. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not real. <laughs> I oh, like, I mean, I knew it wasn't real from the intro. Yeah, I, just didn't yeah, know, yeah. I just didn't know what wasn't, like why it was what it was. Yeah. yeah. And then so the paparazzi are taking a bunch of pictures and he's like, please, please, guys, thank you, thank you. And then they all disperse. And then they're talking. They're like, man, Jonathan, I don't know how you got so good at killing vampires. You just know everything. And he's like, yeah, I do know all about vampires and where they are and how to take them down. And also, I can sense that there's one more lurking in those shadows over there. And then he turns over to like a tree and Spike comes from behind the, tree, yeah. the shadows. And he's like, you got me, damn it, Jonathan. <laughs> no, I don't know how Jonathan knows Spike. Yeah, I don't know how Jonathan knows a lot of what's going on in this episode. Maybe he doesn't need to know it. It's just like the world exists as it is, but then it's just like he inserts himself into the world. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But Spike comes out and he's afraid of Jonathan, too. He's like, oh, Jonathan, you're too good, man. Like, I'm, I'm happy that you're not coming after me. I'm glad that I got this chip in me because... If, and also, if you weren't here, I'd be fucking up this whole Scooby gang. Yeah. And Jonathan's like, yeah, well, I am here, and you're not going to be fucking anybody up. 
I do love that he it calls uh, Buffy Betty a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Called, I was like, what is this running joke? <laughs> I call somebody by the wrong name. It really frustrates them. Yeah. That'd be so funny to do. Yeah. <laughs> Just to like purposely, like even uh-huh. after they correct you. Yeah. yeah whatever, Betty. Um, so then we go to Willow telling Tara about all the vampire killing that she's been doing with Jonathan and the gang. And she's super jazzed about all this vampire killing. <laughs> Living her Scooby life. Yeah. <laughs> and Tara's like, man, that sounds all crazy. Like, I don't know how you do it. Uh, and meanwhile, while they're having this conversation, they're like taping stuff to a wall. Yeah. And you're like, what's this? Like, are they like practicing some kind of new spell or something? And you don't see what they're taping to the wall. Yeah. And they're talking, and Tara's still a little bit freaked out about the whole Faith situation. She's like, how do we know that she won't come back? And Willow's like, well, we know she won't come back because, you know, Jonathan's around. And Jonathan will protect us from everything because Jonathan's just the best. And Tara's like, you know what? You're right. Jonathan is really the best. And I was like, what? (laughs) How did Tara know anything about this? Like, what? And then... the camera pans around to what they're taping to the wall, and they're making like a shrine to Jonathan. It's like a collage of like cut out magazine photos and pictures of Jonathan. <laughs> like he has gone so extreme in a world where like everything is his. And the yes. next scene is my favorite thing of his. Yes, it is. So after the reveal of the shrine, we go to <laughs> we go to Riley's room. Mm-hmm. And Riley's there shirtless and he's there with Buffy and they're kind of like talking about, uh, you know, all the vampire killings that they did. And Riley's playing his little basketball hoop thing. Mm -hmm. And what has replaced the balls poster is a poster of Jonathan like dunking. (laughs) (laughs) It is... It is so crazy. Like, they bring up stuff later, but it's like he's somehow in the NBA, writing books, fighting He's everywhere. Yeah. It's so hilarious. And it's like the Photoshop job of yeah. Jonathan in this dunk situation yeah. is so funny. Uh, why is... I don't know why Riley's shirtless. Because he's got to show off that fucking mediocre bod. I think Riley's bod is fine. I, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's, I'd be fine with being shirtless and looking like that. Um, he, but I don't understand why he's shirtless. Also, because they don't show the wound that he has. Yeah, so, they so like, keep if you, doing that to him. So if you had to put like show the wound, you would have to do a bunch of makeup and stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't. It's like at least make, throw a band aid on top of it. You know, well, I like mean, a, we don't. We, we never see the. We never see that area, do we? No. I don't think we ever saw like where he was stabbed, but I'm saying like if he's no. shirtless, you'd think you'd see the wound. I thought he got stabbed like kind of in the stomach. Yeah, like, so it's lower. Yeah. I so that's why there was one scene where he had yeah. like a little bandage situation. Yeah. But like I don't like, understand like why he's just randomly shirtless in the scene. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like you would and then she pokes him in it, which is off screen. Again, because God, they love poking. It's like, Dude, this is the best running gag. Like, I hope that he never heals, so so they can poke him in the stomach and be like, "Ow." I mean, I think it still probably hurts, but I mean, the dude has been moving around. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, Buffy's like, "Well, how are you feeling?" 
you're feeling strong and Riley's like, yeah, I'm feeling a lot stronger, feeling a lot better. I, I mean, I'm no Jonathan, but I'm doing okay. And Buffy's like, so what about the, uh, are you off the drugs that the initiative has been giving you? And he's like, yeah, I am. I, I don't know what to expect though, because I've been on these drugs for so long. I don't know if it'll make me weaker or stronger or smarter or dumber. Like, I don't know what the effects are for this. And I was like, that's a good point. Uh, did they give you something for your withdrawal symptoms? Because you were losing it that one episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a quick withdrawal. And he's like, oh, the military drill, hush, hush. They won't tell me what it was. I'm like, dude, yeah. they did secret experiments on you. It was later revealed. I think it's like, hey, guys. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And well, speaking of not having any info, they don't have any information on Adam still or his <laughs> whereabouts or like how to take him down. Uh, <laughs> and then Buffy takes the basketball she tries to shoot the basket and she bricks it super hard yeah. and she's like man i'm just like not good at this and riley's like no babe you can be really good at it and then he gets behind her and he starts to do like the like i'm gonna teach you mm-hmm. how to fucking shoot a basketball thing and then buffy starts rambling about like i wish slaying was a sport being uh like being a slayer would be i'd be great at that like figure slaying and and speed slaying. I'd be really good at that. I mean, probably not as good as Jonathan. <laughs> I, uh, man, I really did not pay attention to a lot of these scenes. I was just so focused on the Jonathan stuff in the background. Yeah. No, the <laughs> like Jonathan the, stuff in the background is wild. Like the Willow and Tara scene, I was like, oh, they're talking about Buffy and uh, Riley, yada, yada, what happens mm-hmm. there. It was just like, for me, it was just like filler in the background. It really was. Uh, so it's now Buffy with Jonathan the next day. Yeah, Buffy leaves uh, abruptly in that last scene. Um, yeah, yeah, because she's like, "Oh no, we're getting close, and I'm not ready." And feelings and stuff. Yeah, she can't get intimate with Riley because she's still a little hurt because Riley had sex with Faith while she was in Buffy's body, and Buffy's still like, "That's so fucking weird." Yeah. So now she's with Jonathan the next day at the coffee shop and she's explaining that whole situation. Like, I just don't know if I can get intimate with them. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Oh, she's at, yeah, the espresso pump. Yes. She's stirring his coffee yeah. for him and then gives it back to him. <laughs> and he's wearing like this nice suit and everything. Yeah. And she's like, I just don't, I don't know what's going on. And, and, <laughs> Jonathan's like, you know, it is a complicated situation. What I think you should do. And then a random fan comes up to Jonathan. She's like, would you please autograph my my, my book? And he's like, yeah, 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 sure, of course. And he signs an autograph for her. And then, so she leaves. And then Jonathan's like, I think that you should be mad at Riley for not knowing that it was you. Uh, like, it makes sense that, you sh- that you're mad at Riley. And then another fan comes up and she's like freaking out at Jonathan. And it's this lady named Karen. And he signs an autograph for her. And she's like, yeah, you're just like the best. You're just the best. And he's like, all right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. So she leaves. And then Jonathan's like, I think that you're mad at Riley because you're like secretly mad at yourself. And I think that you need to forgive Riley. And I think that you're good together. And... <laughs> And Buffy's like, you know what? You're right, Jonathan. You always have like the best advice. And then Jonathan starts to walk away. And then behind him is a sneaker billboard ad mm-hmm. with Jonathan on it. 
is the Michael Jordan <laughs> slashed A-list celebrity genius. Like, it's so wild. Um, yeah, I don't think he tells her that she should be mad at him, but he understands it, why she's mad. Yeah, yeah, he and understands. Then, like, and then kind of like they need to talk it out and figure it out, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. And the second person that comes is uh, Karen something. Yeah. She gets him to sign the book. And yeah. she's uh, real excited. She's so excited, man. She's She can't contain her I effervescence. I love the level of paparazzi outside of the tomb when he does a mission. Mm-hmm. Yet he can still sit and have coffee with Buffy and only mm-hmm. get somewhat swamped. Like, it is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it also, like, I feel like that would start rumors like, is Jonathan, who's this girl that Jonathan's with? Mm-hmm. Is he dating this girl or whatever? Um, so, yeah, Jonathan has this sneaker billboard behind him, and he's, like, kind of vaguely, like, points at it. Like, he's like, hey, thumbs up and everything. And then so we cut to a scene at the initiative base, and a Colonel George Haviland mm-hmm. has been assigned to take over the initiative and he's like, I got to get all of our recruits ready for this Adam situation. I've been briefed on it. And we talked about, like, we I need know, a new like, guy like this. I was like, hey, let's bring, they would, military would absolutely just bring in some new dude. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, all right, we're going to get prepared. We need to recover Adam. We need to figure out what this guy was created for. We have all these, you know, experiments on him and all this shit. We really need to get Adam. And for that, I have hired a tactical strategist. Everyone, you all know him. Give it up for Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan comes in in his little military fatigues. And Jonathan is so much shorter than every single person in that room. He looks like he's three feet tall. Yes. It's amazing. I was like, do, do they have everybody stand on Apple boxes? <laughs> like, he looks so much shorter than everybody. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> He pulls out, he's like, thank you, Colonel. And he takes out like a schematics yeah. thing where he's like, all right, well, Adam is pieced together with all this stuff. <laughs> and Graham, the, oh, you're about yeah. to the Graham moment. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Graham is standing next to uh, Riley. And after he announces like Jonathan's been hired as the tacti- tactical strategist, Graham whispers to Riley, goes, whoa, he brought out the big guns. <laughs> <laughs> about time they brought out the big guns. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like so good. And it's crazy because Riley's been around. Has Riley been with Jonathan yet? No, um, I guess they haven't been no, in the same together. Yeah. It's later at the house. Yeah. But uh, it's also interesting because every one of these military dudes is wearing the same thing except for Riley, I guess, to just make him stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan's pointing at the schematics of Adam and he's like, all right, we've tried a bunch of different things. Uh, to get this Adam guy. And I think that one thing that I've discovered about Adam is that he doesn't eat. And I think that's weird. And in or- and uh, so he doesn't really have much of a weakness. Um, and in order to kill Adam, we can't just like lob off an arm. We can't just like stab him. We really need to fucking obliterate this guy. And everyone's like, yeah. Well, he's powered by a uranium core. Oh, that's say. right. That's right. And that seems like destroying him could set off like some like nuclear explosion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, beheading him won't work. I'm like, ah, at least like if you behead him, maybe 
you got to slow him down a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I, you can do the same I'm, thing that they did to the judge, just put all of his body parts separately yeah. in a box. I don't know. Or shoot him with the bazooka. That's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bazooka chat to the chest and a uranium core will explode him. Big yeah. time. I just don't know why Maggie Walsh made this thing. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't figured out what was on that floppy disk where it's like, here's the ultimate plan. I mean, uh, we're about to be like in the final stretch of season yeah. four. So and and, the, and he's all about uh he's all about like I was made to destroy everything. I'm like, why did Maggie Walsh make you to destroy everything? I think they wanted to fight demons. Like yeah. aren't you a demon slayer, basically? That would have uh, been awesome. Yeah, but no, he's a little Tanjiro action. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a little bit of Demon Slayer, did not know his name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it it is weird that Maggie created him. And, you know, there there was a whole bunch of things where it's like, oh, this creation that I meant to be good. I mean, that's the whole thing with Ultron in the Avengers movie and like, you know, the good intentions of this stuff. And then it just goes wrong. But like. I I, and I just I just want to know what's on that floppy disk. What was her plan for her? Yeah, I just want to know for him plan. and Riley. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, yeah, I just want to know what what her intent was, and then see it go wrong. Without knowing what the intent was, I don't. It's just like you just made a random bad guy. Do you think we're gonna eventually get to what's on that floppy disk? Yeah, I think him saying I don't know what the drugs were for and what it was out of that means that they'll mm-hmm. still like pay. They're, they're still. They're still paying attention to it. So, okay. Yeah. They don't usually leave things hanging in the show. Yeah. I hope they don't because that was they like don't. a big thing because it, it, it was like, it's me, Adam, and Riley. You're an integral part of this. Yeah. And then Riley was like, shut up. No, you're not my brother. The only thing they left hanging was that moment when Xander didn't tell Buffy about the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. which never really amounted to anything. But other than that, I think they really, close up stuff i mean they did kind of reference it and it was just like not a big deal they yeah, would just I mean, kind of like brush it under the rug they're like oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh yeah so that's the plan they need to obliterate adam because just doing regular shit won't kill him they don't even know how to find them that's really the main issue <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um so i like there's no tracking device in this metal guy like this this is probably billions of military you didn't put a fucking tracker whatever if they want to find a demon they just walk into the forest and just find them you know like fair <laughs> or the sewers like they're, they're just, in two places they're just so used to being like oh there's a bag out there i'll patrol uh it's a big town oh no i'll just find it it's fine you know what i was thinking about why isn't anyone asking questions about like follow up on the the spike chip honestly yeah even like, Spike doesn't even seem like he's like trying to corner Riley and ask about it. Yeah, like there's that's like world changing information. Yeah. Giles should be real curious about that. Yeah, like nobody's following up on that. Like the the chip that makes vampires forcibly good guys. <laughs> yeah. Or like at least can't cause harm. Yeah. Themselves. I guess they could hire somebody. Like yeah. A hitman. Oh yeah, they could hire something. Yeah. Um, so anyway, way off track here. Uh, we're back at Jonathan's house and that Karen lady who asked for his autograph at the espresso pump, she's outside and she's like stalking him. And I was like, all right, so this is what the plot of the sh- 
episode is going to be. It's going to be like people that are too crazy about Jonathan. We're going to get a little bewitched, bothered, and bewildered situation. Yeah. That is not what happens. She is outside of his house. She's looking through his window, and she's like, oh, my God, there's Jonathan. Why is he never home or whatever? And there, that made no sense, <laughs> what I just said. She's sit outside of his house. Why is he never home? She's trying to like look in with binoculars. And then a demon runs up and attacks her. And she's like, ah, holy shit. She starts running and the demon starts chasing her. And this demon's got these long arms, like long like sloth arms, it looks like, with little hooks. Um, This demon is the most ineffective demon I've ever seen. Girls it, just it, escape from him with ease. I was going <laughs> to ask you that, like... At the end of the episode, because they, they say something the about is. what the demon is at the end of the episode, and you're like, yeah. "This isn't. This isn't it." <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> not, not it. uh, equal. You know what I mean? It's not everyone's nightmare, as it's quoted to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, so demon attacks this lady. Also, the design of this demon sucks. I think it's fine for it has really like troll under a bridge look with the beard. Yeah, and the long arms, but like it seems like a demon of the week, like a random demon of the week, but not like this. It seems like a demon that would be in the sea story, like while Buffy... or like just at the end of the episode, they run into the demon, they see it, they fight it, they punch it, they kill it, and then they go yeah. on. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. So now we go back to the initiative base, and the soldier dudes have all been dismissed and Riley's sticking around and he asked Jonathan for some advice about Buffy and dude Riley is towering over Jonathan he is so much taller than him but he's like hey man things with me and Buffy they're a little squirrely right now you know we, we had our thing with the whole faith body switch and Jonathan's like I mean Buffy I kind of get why she is a little weirded out about it. You know, Faith, she is a quote-unquote experienced girl, and Buffy might be worried about comparisons, and and Riley's like, what? 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 Why would she? Buffy knows that I'm the, she's the only girl for me. Like, there's no comparison at all. And Jonathan's like, hey, look, man, I get it, but... Buffy's still feeling that, and you got to reconcile that. And Riley's like, yeah, you know what, Jonathan? You're right. You're always right. And while Riley's saying this, Jonathan is blindfolding himself, mm-hmm. and he cocks and loads a gun, and he points it over to, like, his right, and there's three privates from, from this military operation with apples on their heads. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Just amazing. Just amazing randomness there. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the visual gags in this episode are fucking great. Yeah. This had to be a fun one to make. Bring back a character that, I mean, I hope they all like Danny Strong on set and, like, they brought her back and, like, he gets to just have so much fun in this. Yeah. I mean, this is just, like, a super funny. Like, the only problem I have with this episode is, like, where it's placed in the season. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, like, random. Yeah. But good fun. And so now we're at the bronze and there's a big swing band playing at the bronze. <laughs> I was like, wow, the bronze is really stepping it up. They're yeah. classing it up. <laughs> and everyone's dressed like different too. Like, yeah. yeah. Everybody's like wearing like zoot suits. This must have been when like Cherry Pop and Daddies were back and like Brian Setzer with the 
jump jive and whale or whatever and 2000 that big swing revival big bad voodoo daddy and all those bands lou bega oh yeah lou bega yeah <laughs> one two three four five everybody <laughs> in the calls oh come on let's ride <laughs> dude that song fucking still bangs <laughs> um but yeah they're at the bronze this big swing bands playing and xander anya riley and buffy are there and anya and Xander are having a little bit of a tiff because <laughs> Xander's like, I can't believe you said Jonathan last night when we were having sex. And Anya's like, I didn't say Jonathan. I was moaning. And, jo and Xander's like, you know, it sounded an awful lot like you said Jonathan. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, it was more like, ah. And Xander's like, more like, ah, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. this is hilarious, dude. Yeah. Willow and Tara show up and it seemed did we see like Tara get integrated into the whole gang at the end of the last uh, episode? she met um, I know that she met Buffy in Faith's body and Giles and she yeah. met yeah but I didn't think that she met uh, she's in now like yeah, that she meeting last week was in yeah yeah she just folded in the group yep so Will and Tara show up and they're all sitting at the same table. And now Jonathan takes the stage in this fucking spiffy white tuxedo, dude. He looks great. <laughs> and he's like, hey, everybody, thank you so much. And everyone's at the crowd is like, Jonathan is here. Oh, my God. He's like, thanks so much, everybody. I really appreciate this. And uh, I'm going to sing a special song. Got to sing something for two people that I know that are kind of going through a rough patch. And this song is dedicated to them. All right, let's take it away, boys. And he starts singing a song called Serenade in Blue. <laughs> and Riley like, stands up and he asks Buffy to dance. And there's like slow dancing on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is Danny Strong's like real voice, but he's, he's singing pretty good, man. He's got yeah, a pretty decent so. voice. Sure. And uh, Riley and Buffy are dancing and Riley's like, Hey, Buffy, you think uh, we should, you know, maybe have a little talk? And Buffy's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's treat this like when we both find out that you were in the initiative and I was a slayer and we just sat across from each other and didn't have a real conversation. <laughs> right. She's like, I don't really want to talk about that right now. We're having such a good time dancing to Jonathan's music. Mm -hmm. Let's just dance. And Ryan's like, are you sure? And Buffy's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then Ryan's like, all right, well, I just want to say I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm really sorry about what happened. Buffy's like, yeah, I know. I know you're sorry. And I know that I know that I'm the only girl for you and all this bullshit. And I was like, all right, as long as you know that. I like that the show didn't want to have a do, didn't want to do a whole episode about this because she yeah. was so mad last episode. They were like, let's just fold it into this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> let's fold it into Jonathan singing right before Jonathan whips out a trumpet and plays yeah. the most incredible, crazy trumpet <laughs> solo ever. Love a good trumpet solo. Got to. <laughs> and then Tara's in, sitting there and they go to Tara and she's like, oh my God, he's playing something off of the new album. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And then Anya's sitting there next to Xander and Anya gets all horny and she's like, Xander, let's go have sex. And Xander's looking at Jonathan like, 
I get why you're fucking horny, babe. I totally get why you, you yeah. said Jonathan. He doesn't say that, but like yeah. that's his attitude, it seems like. And he's like, yeah, let's go do it. And they walk off and they're just staring at Jonathan. And we brought this up on Discord. There's a big debate or not debate, but just conversation about like how Anya is has gone from like the fun, uh, snarky, like ex-demon that just speaks her mind to just horny horny person yeah like that's one track it. Like, mind that's all she has and like as soon as she said let's go have sex right here i was like man they really don't give her enough to play with anymore yeah it's a bummer except for yeah. xander's dick there she's playing with that a lot <laughs> yeah. other than that like she's got nothing <laughs> she's like trumpet xander dick <laughs> like yeah this trumpet I, solo's got me wet <laughs> yeah and i was just like there's just they're just so much more fun they were right it, it Coming after that conversation and then seeing this and then seeing her later, it's just like, that's all she has now. It's just like sexual one-liners as opposed to, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not even one-liners. It's not like, clever. Not like, yeah. She has a bit about shrimp later. Mm-hmm. That's oh, like, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Like, more stuff like that needs to be. Yeah. Like, her explaining stuff because she is knowledgeable. Yeah. Like, she's been around for uh, at least 1,100 years, yeah. she says. And it's like she would know a lot about a lot of this stuff that's going yeah. on. Um, but like it's not even clever. Like it'll just be them in a room. And then she's like, all right, Xander, you want to go have sex now? And you're like, no one says that in real life. So, yeah. wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like this is so quirky. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Xander and Anya leave and they, they're, they're all just staring at Jonathan. And then Karen, the stalker, shows up. And she's in the middle of a crowd and Jonathan. I love she made it through the bouncers, through the front door. No one mm-hmm. asked like, hey, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're all scratched up and bloody she's and beaten. Sc- <laughs> yeah, she's scratched up and like disheveled. And, her, you know, you can tell that she had just gotten her ass kicked because her hair yeah. is a little messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it's going to be a $5 cover charge. <laughs> Jonathan's on the stage. <laughs> um. So she comes into the middle of the crowd and Jonathan like calls off all of the music that's happening. He mm-hmm. jumps off stage. He runs up to Karen. And he's like, who hurt you? What happened? I can help you. And she's like, it was a deer. It's crazy. It's demon. So Jonathan takes Karen back to his place and his private security is there. Well, no, the cop shows up. Oh, the cop. Oh, I yeah. thought it was his private security. No, it was like a. A literal cop yeah but, we heard of a disturbance and we came to see if you're okay and he, yeah and he brushes him off he's like i can handle this it's unnecessary mm-hmm. considering the stuff we have like it's just a necessary thing to have extra extras in it but sure so the gang is there with him too the scooby gang uh just, Tara- just riley and and buffy. buffy i don't think willow and tara are there I thought that Xander... Eh, no, Xander and Anya just left to go have sex. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so Karen's describing the demon to Jonathan. She's like, it had these long arms and it was hairy. And it had this weird symbol uh, on its head, right? Yeah, Tara's definitely not there because of the symbol thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And while she's doing this, like Riley whips out a notepad and he like, I thought that Riley was like taking notes for I think Jonathan. He was, I think he was taking notes, like he was a, like, like a, like an assistant, like a, like a cop. He was like taking down. I don't think I've ever seen him at a military, like him writing anything down. So he just has like yeah. this notepad. Yeah. So he takes a notepad and he gives it to the girl to draw the symbols. Like, can you? You think you can 
redraw it from memory. And she's like, yeah. So she draws it, shows it to Jonathan. And Jonathan's talking about like, yeah, this is, I've, I've run into this quote unquote demon before. It's not even really like a demon. It's a monster. It's more akin to an animal really. And you know what? Everybody, everybody can just go home and relax. I'll patrol. I'll handle this on my own. Don't worry about any of this. And then it cuts to Buffy and Buffy's kind of looking like, this is a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Something's up here. And so. They have gotten lazy with their symbols. Yeah, dude. This symbol is so lazy. <laughs> it's, it's it's a triangle with like a with a an circle ast- inside an aster- of it. An asterisk star inside of it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the last one looked like that bill from uh, Gravity Falls. This one just is like the scribbles that you would doodle if you're so bored in the middle of a class. They didn't even do like two S's next, like like just like a bunch of like S's and like cross or line. Like it's just straight up triangle, something inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So next is perhaps one of my favorite scenes of this episode. Really? Okay. You Yeah. You wouldn't think so. No, I would not. So this next scene is Adam and he's in like a computer room with a bunch of tvs and all of the tvs in this room are showing like highlights of jonathan's life and he's watching all of these highlights it's like him accepting a academy award it's him in like a movie it's him playing sports Mm -hmm. and one of adam's minions comes up and they're like oh what are you doing oh you're just watching some jonathan highlights man that guy's freaking awesome that guy rules i love jonathan like, you better hope that Jonathan doesn't run into you, man. Like, he's going to fucking, he might fuck you up. You know, and you're super powerful, and I'm your minion and everything, and I'm your bootlegger. <laughs> but, like, Jonathan comes in here, man. Might be tough sledding for you, Adam. Yeah. And Adam's like, you know that none of this is real, right? <laughs> There's Something's off here. Like, the world has been altered. The world has been changed. There's a spell that everyone is under. And you can't see it because you're dumb as shit. But I am an elevated presence. And I know every molecule of my body. So I know that this is all fake. And I am more awake than any person or living being has ever been. And the minion's like, I mean, okay, man. But Jonathan's still fucking cool. (laughs) I thought you were going to hate all of this. I mean, it was silly, and it was, like, the most shoehorned-in way to get Adam into this episode. Oh, oh yeah, I thought he was going to play it another part, but later in this, he says, oh, yeah, no, um, the, he's like, what are you going to do about it, boss? <laughs> like, he's literally, like, this old cartoon with the, like, big dog and little dog, and the big yeah. dog's the little follower. And he's like, what do you want to do about this, boss, huh? Hey, huh? I'm boss. And he's like, nothing. Magic like this is unstable and yeah. falls apart eventually. It'll lead to chaos. I'm going to let the situation play out. And I was like, yes, Adam is a chaos agent. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I want. I just want people that are wreaking chaos. The thing that I liked about this so much is the thought of... So Adam's in like an office like swivel chair. It looked like he stole... It looked like he broke into like some school security room. Yeah. (laughs) And just the thought of Adam like chilling watching tv it's so weird and stupid and funny to me you know when he's not killing he's just watching like history channel documentaries yeah yeah. (laughs) and also just like the play between him and that minion the minion's just like 
in yeah. awe of Jonathan. <laughs> Isn't he like a, he comes out like he's like a New York, like mobster or something. Yeah. Like, who is this? It was just like the most random scene in the episode and just goofy yeah. and, but like, it is just shoehorning in Adam. Yeah. I mean, kind of like the last episode where they're shoot, like they don't well, know what to do with Adam. At I this think point, at this I point, like. I think at this point, the scene, they just wanted to be like, okay, guys, you've been following along. Let's just tell you that this is fake. Yeah. And now Buffy can go on her, like, unraveling it. Scene. Yes. So, I mean, it serves its purpose for what he wanted to get across. Um, but you could have done it without Adam. But it's fine. I, that's why I think this episode did a good job of at least keeping the storylines moving. Like, yeah. Adam is still real. Faith really did take over Buffy's body. Like, that stuff all still happened. And mm-hmm. they're still reacting to it. Like, they're still reacting to try to find Adam. So, it's still... It's not like hitting pause and then starting up next episode yeah they could have done that and i would have been fine with it too yeah it's just like to remind you like adam's lurking in the background all this stuff still happened yeah um it's not a full it's not a full wish like uh yeah like which episode yeah where it's like oh this is a alternate a fully alternate universe this is like a altered universe Mm -hmm. yeah so then we go to Jonathan at his place and he's standing by his fireplace and he's staring at it and he's like looking very disturbed, kind of like, man, I got to figure out this this monster situation. And then this blonde, like Swedish lady comes to uh, the balcony of his house and she's like, Jonathan, are you going to come to bed, love? And he's like, I'll be there in a minute, my love. Don't worry, I'll be, I'm just sitting here thinking. And then he's looks back at his fire and then a twin of that lady comes out he's like we'll be waiting for you in bed and they're like in bras and panties and like a robe and jonathan's like he's like i'll be there in a minute ladies and i was like dude this is fucking hilarious (laughs) he's so good jonathan's weird fantasies yeah yeah so then the twins leave and jonathan takes off his little robe to reveal that he has the mark that Karen drew on his back shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's like branded into his shoulder or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's this all about, huh? I like that Jonathan isn't trying to like hook up with Willow or Buffy. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, like he literally views them as like his friends. Like he does not like, oh, I'll get this power and then me and Buffy are dating. Yeah, like, it's like, no, I'm going levels above Buffy and twins and <laughs> twins. <laughs> yeah, the twins were just a funny touch. I mean, just everything that everything's so good. Yeah. The billboards. Yeah. So now Buffy, Tara and Willow are walking around campus and Buffy is walking and she's like kind of talking about Jonathan. She's like, yeah, you know, Jonathan's like so amazing they're all still kind of in awe of him. And she, Willow, I think, mentions <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he's been amazing since high school. Like, remember, Buffy, you gave Jonathan the class protector award at prom? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, I love They start piling in those references. Yeah. Some more, and it's great. <laughs> and they're like, you know, I think we should be scared of this, like, demon. And, and, Buffy or Willow is like, yeah, you know, good thing we got Jonathan around because Jonathan never gets scared and he'll protect us. And so Tara's like, all right, well, I got to bounce. I'm leaving. And then she and Willow had this like weird long handhold as they like 
walk away and I stare into each other's eyes and then Tara just kind of walks off and then Willow asks Buffy like so what's up with you and Riley you know once uh, Tara goes away she's like I'm back to being that girlfriend exactly <laughs> where the only thing I talk to Buffy about is boys yes and so Buffy's like yeah you know I talked to Jonathan about it Jonathan gave me some really solid advice and it's basically like I need to forgive Riley and I think we'll be good so we go to Tara who is walking into her dorm and she's got this sneaking suspicion that something is amiss she's like kind of looking around and She's then, like, how can this giant demon be so quiet and sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> I can sense when people's energies are off. Yeah. <laughs> but not an enormous demon that's about to attack me. <laughs> Think something's following me. Yeah. So the demon attacks Tara. He's like kind of slashing at her and stuff. And she, you know, backing up on the ground, she falls and. She starts to do a spell, and the spell creates like this intense amount of fog that distracts the demon, and the demon can't see where she is, and she escapes, and she runs into this janitor's closet, and the demon can't get into the janitor's closet. <laughs> and the demon attacks no one else that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this say, demon, man. This demon cannot, cannot finish the job. No, he can't, finish, he can't start a job. <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> um, but kudos to Tara, like for just getting that spell out really quickly and it just working. Like, uh, I would say something happens later where I, no kudos for spells. Spells are super easy, and she, I think she's a demon. But yeah. we'll get to that because later something happens, and I just was like, wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So Tara's in the janitor's closet and now it is the next day and Buffy comes to Willow's dorm and they're like there to, you know, see what happened to Tara. Tara's like in the fetal position on the bed and Willow explains like, hey, you know, Tara got attacked by that demon that's been hunting the people that are around Jonathan and Tara tells Buffy about the demon and like all about the marking. It's the same, it's this marking and Buffy asks her to draw it, and it's the same marking, and Buffy's like, okay, this is the same demon that's been attacking Karen, and that's been like, Jonathan said that he was going to take care of it, and he obviously has not. So what the fuck? So now Buffy is like walking around the city, and she's contemplating like trying to put everything together, and like, this is all very suspicious, and I don't know whether I can trust Jonathan, but in the background is several posters of Jonathan, the same poster, and Buffy's walking for a while, and it's just the same repeating poster of Jonathan. It's Jonathan.com. And, uh, yeah, I wonder if that has anything still. (laughs) Just Jonathan.com? Jonathan.com is now a Jonathan Castillo software engineer's website. (laughs) I was going to say, you're going to type something up and it's going to be some porn website. I don't think, well, the thing is they wouldn't, back then they wouldn't have made a website for it necessarily. They might have made a website for like a minute or two. Yeah. Um, But it's like kind of if you're in New York and there's like new construction, they'll sometimes have like that string of posters on that, like on those flats that are up. Yeah. Uh, Or I guess probably not in New York in any building, any place. They do it out here in LA too. Yeah. 
I was trying to figure out if there was a non-coastal place that they would do it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> do they do that in other countries, you know? Do they do, do, they that do it in other states in yeah. the middle of the country? I don't know. We're, I've only we're lived in inter- coastals. Yeah, we're in an international uh, podcast, you know? Yeah. We gotta the think, la- uh, lady bigger. from Greece that I gave a yeah. shout-out to. They got that posters up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Buffy's kind of walking around like, something's not right here. So she goes over to Xander's house and Anya answers the door and she's like, Xander's not home. And Buffy's like, okay, can I come in? And Anya's like, "Ah, yeah. Buffy's like, I just want to come in and look at some of Xander's stuff. And Anya's like, all right, come on in. So she comes in. Does Anya not like Buffy anymore? It seems like they've been hanging out a decent amount. Yeah, because when they were all doing that like sleepover, it seemed like they were getting close or something. Yeah, close enough. Like Buffy was a, a Debbie Downer. Yeah, <laughs> criticizing Wiley Coyote commercial uh, <laughs> cartoons <laughs> for being not real enough. <laughs> so Buffy comes into Xander's little dank basement, and Xander's little dank basement is stuffed to the fucking rafters with Jonathan merch. He's got Jonathan action figures, comic books, trading cards, posters all over his fucking little basement. The art department went hard for this episode, man. Yeah. Like, there are so much stuff. So much ink was spilled over Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, the comic book version of Jonathan looks nothing like Jonathan. <laughs> it's like this dude, he's got chiseled jawline and everything. Yeah. It's, like, hilarious. And Anya's reading Jonathan's book. Oh, that book cover is amazing. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah. (laughs) And so Buffy's looking around and she's like, this is, this is weird. And she even turns to, to Anya and she's like, Hey, Anya, ever think about like, isn't it kind of strange that Jonathan is so good at everything? And Anya's like, no, it's not weird. No one's like Jonathan. Jonathan rules. And then Buffy takes Anya's book. She's like, oh, don't take that book. Like, I just was about to get to the part where Jonathan invented the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's Al Gore over here. Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy is like, no, but don't you think it's weird? Like, Jonathan fights vampires better than me, and I'm the vampire slayer. And Anya's like, oh... Buffy, you're getting a little jealous of Jonathan, aren't you? It it happens. Like I get it. And Buffy's like, no, I'm not really jealous, but like this is this is kind of suspicious. So, Anya, tell me a little something. So you were a demon that had the ability to basically change the world and like at someone's wish. And Anya's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean. I was able to change the world like it via ex-boyfriend stuff. Like that's what was my specialty. And Buffy's like, so is it possible for someone to like wish the world to be different and it could completely alter how reality is? And Anya's like, yeah, it's definitely possible for somebody to do that. Like for instance, like say you don't like shrimp, you could wish for a world where there's no shrimp and it would completely alter the way the world works. Or if you know you like you like shrimp, like you could completely change the world. Like there's a bunch of shrimp, so I guess that there is a possibility where like someone could wish for a world where Jonathan is like really cool, 
or like in the real world, you know, Jonathan's some not perfect mouth breather if they wanted, but I don't think anyone would ever do that because Jonathan's perfect. And Buffy's like, okay, my suspicions are getting a little bit confirmed here. My favorite Buffy line in this scene is, don't you think it's weird that he starred in the Matrix, but he never left town? Oh, I thought that that was in the next one, in the next scene. Oh, was that the next scene? Okay, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But whatever yeah. she says that, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 And like, it's so good. Like when she, you know, we'll get to the that scene like right now, but like she explains <laughs> to like the scene, gang. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. So she's with the gang and they're all at like Giles's place. And she's like, I got to bring up something about this whole Jonathan situation. And everyone's like, yeah, let's talk about Jonathan. We love talking about Jonathan. And Buffy's like, I think that Jonathan is like doing a trick on us. And everyone's like, what? No. And Buffy's like, I mean, guys, think about it. He starred in the Matrix. He's a doctor and he's only 18. And he's an author. Like, how all these timelines make sense like none of this is possible and xander's like of course it's possible buffy you idiot jonathan's the most amazing person ever remember he killed the master he destroyed the mayor and he also had the time to coach the u.s women's soccer team to a world cup victory (laughs) it's like it's like when you say that all out loud xander not the brightest uh, tool in the toolbox, but he's yeah. just like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? And Buffy like hears all this and she's like, right, he did do all of that. Don't you think that's a little weird? I think that we're all like, you know, under his spell. We're all. And then she turns to Anya and she's like, Anya, explain about how like there's the possibility of making different universes and alternate timelines and like different things and Anya's like well yeah you know like say that there's a world where like somebody wishes where there's no shrimp or like they really like shrimp you can change the world based on shrimp and Buffy's like Anya enough with the fucking shrimp dude and so Buffy's like she tells me Anya you're explaining it all wrong and Anya goes all prawn no no no. (laughs) she she says something about like we're all pawns in Jonathan's thing yeah and then Anya's like, or prawns. And then Buffy's like, enough! <laughs> it's the best Anya moment yeah. in the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love so that Buffy cheesy, just gets like so, so pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that she latched two on the ch- shrimp, too. I know. Two, uh, two chess references. Yeah. So Giles is like, this is where Giles steps in. And he's like, Buffy... I think that you're going a little crazy. I think you're a little out of your depth. And then Riley stands up and he's like, you know what? I have been around Buffy quite a quite a bit recently. And I'm starting to think that Buffy's hunches are usually pretty right. And I think that we should follow her lead. And everyone's like, all right, well, let's hear this crazy girl out. I was like, thank you, Riley. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone believes Buffy. Like, Riley gained, like, 10 points on my scale. Yeah. Because Giles is always like, Buffy, Buffy, Buffy. (laughs) You know this isn't what happens. (laughs) Xander's with a sex-crazed (laughs) ex-demon that's sent us into alternate universes. And me saying that there's an alternate universe, Giles is like, impossible. Yeah. Like, 
Do you not remember anything about the wish or vamp willow right. or or that faith in me switched bodies like yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> like Or that you I, be, yourself became a demon. If Buffy says anything, you just have to believe her. Mm-hmm. Like if Willow comes and says it, you can be like, I don't know, Willow. Mm-hmm. You've been dabbling in the dark arts again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Everyone's like, all right, let's hear Buffy out. Buffy's like, I think Jonathan's ignoring evidence because I think he knows a little something about that monster that's been attacking people. And they're like, huh, okay, well, what evidence do you have of this? And Buffy goes, Giles, do you still have that Jonathan swimsuit calendar? (laughs) And Giles goes, no. I mean, yeah, it was a gift. It was a gift. So he pulls it out from like its secret hiding space underneath of like a little thing that on his desk. And they skim through the, the swimsuit calendar. And the whole time that they're doing that, Anya's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the good one. Oh, yeah. And then Buffy's like, all right, here we go. Here we go. We got to July. Look at this picture. And it's Jonathan like with a, like an over the shoulder shot. <laughs> And you symbols, can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can clearly see the like the symbol that's on the demon that everybody's been drawing this whole episode is on his shoulder. And mm-hmm. Buffy's like, see, that's the fucking symbol that everybody's been seeing. And they're like, oh, yeah, Are that you, is kind of suspicious. Do you give him credit for not having the photographers and the photo editors photoshopping that out? It's <laughs> like, why would you take that picture for your calendar? Why would you leave that bre- breadcrumb, you know? <laughs> I just love that he's not so vain that he had them Photoshop out a scar or a symbol, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, be real. Be real. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you know what? That is kind of suspicious. And then Jonathan shows up mm-hmm. and he's like, I can explain all of this, everybody. And Anya's like, yeah, because Buffy doesn't believe you and she thinks you're up to something. And Buffy's like, fucking, what? Anya? Come on. That's Throws the her Anya under the we bus. Love. Yeah, that's the Anya we love. Yes. No filter, not overly sex crazed. Yeah. But she is sex crazed in the scene too, though. Yeah. It's a true. good balance. It's a good balance in this one. Yeah. So Buffy like kind of turns around. And she's like, yeah, you know, I mean, Jonathan, like, you know, we, we all love you, man. Like, we all think that you're the best. But like, can you explain like this whole Mark situation and... You know, you said that you were going to take care of that monster and, you know, we trusted you to do it. And, you know, we're not safe still. And the monster is still on the loose. And Jonathan's like, you know what, Buffy? You're right. I have a history with that monster. Uh, And it takes all of this, all of my energy to like confront this monster. And when I do, I get really confused about it. And like it always escapes and eludes my grasp. And I start to feel very confused and it's tough. It's a hard monster to like grapple with. And Buffy's like, well, let's go after the monster together. And then Jonathan's like, nah, I don't think we need to do that. Like I can take care of it all myself. And Buffy's kind of like, yeah, you said that last time. I think I'm going to go with you this time to take care of the monster. And Jonathan's like, all right, I guess we can do that. Well, let's, let's plan it out and figure out when we should do that. And Buffy's like, let's do it right now. Just the two of us. And and Jonathan's like, all right, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Just the two of us. And then they storm off out of Jonathan, uh, Giles's house. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is cool. So Buffy and Jonathan go to the graveyard. 
and they run into Spike. He's like and... the he's like the sitcom neighbor. They yes, just, they keep swapping. <laughs> and then Spike's like, "Oh, hello, you two. And then Spike kind of threatens Buffy. He's like, "You know that if fucking Jonathan wasn't here, I'd be fucking you up right now." And then Jonathan like puts his forearm on his neck and shoves him up against the wall. And he's like, "Well, guess what? I am here right now." And you're going to tell me all the fucking information you know about this monster and where we can find him. And Spike's like, I don't know anything, but of course I could be lying. And then he, Jonathan's like, all right, well, we're not going to get any information out of that. And then Buffy does the same move that Jonathan does. And she's like, you're going to give us the fucking info, man. You're, and then as she does that, Spike goes, whoa, you're not supposed to do that. And I was like, uh-oh, is this like the reality of the world breaking? Is this like the little play, like Buffy's going off script? And then uh, Spike like gives her some info. He's like, all right, I don't. here's all the info I have. I don't have much, but here's all the info that I can give you. And they're like, thanks, Spike. Now I glossed over this little weird moment at the beginning of this scene where Spike is like, caressing Buffy and he starts to like go grab looks like he's about to grab her boob or something and that's when Jonathan steps in and like slams him against the wall and I was like, uh, yeah it's creepy. like yeah he was like because Buffy in this reality is not as dangerous as she is in the regular one that's mm-hmm. why when she forced like she's like oh I can only take two vampires so it's like no you would have killed all those vampires in that mm-hmm. thing um but when she like hems them up and threatens them and tells them that she's going to get rid of all the butcher's blood and like Jonathan knows people like it's a whole different side of Buffy that people haven't seen mm-hmm. no, in forever, I guess. Because my thing was like when the re- I think my question about why he knows about Spike and stuff goes back to when they being like, oh, remember at prom when he gave you the when you gave him the class protector thing and when he destroyed the mayor like so it seems like all the stuff in the past reality too he somehow was a part of so yeah yeah it's like i don't know i mean it's very nitpicky but that's what it was a little bit like everything that they mention is like he was around for like he was at the battle with the mayor he i guess he would have known about stuff with the master maybe after the fact or he was at least around but he wouldn't have known about the faith body switch. Yeah, like he and hasn't he, been he hasn't been around since high school. So anything yeah. to happen this season, basically. Yeah. So uh, they leave and they get all the information. They're like, good job, Buffy. That was really good work. And Buffy's like, thanks, Jonathan. So we go back to Giles's place and Riley's reading about spells, and he's like man, there's a whole bunch of spells that can like really warp and alter reality. Like, do this, does this shit really work? And Willow I was so pissed. I was like, dude, you've been hooking up with Buffy this whole time. It hasn't, you guys don't talk about this shit. Well, it's also like, even before you were hooking up with Buffy, you were in the initiative. Well, doing... but t- the initiative doesn't know anything about the supernatural element of stuff. They think they're animals and they're hunting them down. Yeah, I like, guess that's true. It's, it's military thinking versus like, witchcraft thinking like they're going to come guns are blazing to kill a monster they're not going to be like oh we need to like draw a symbol and do an incantation so yeah. i'm fine with him not knowing it then or the military people not knowing the supernatural element but now that you're with buffy and you've seen willow has witch powers why are you not like what is this yeah <laughs> like 
yeah, I don't know. So after he's like, does, does this witchcraft stuff really work? Willow is like, yeah, it works. But like, it's not just like that you can willy nilly do witchcraft. Like it takes a lot of concentration. It takes a lot of energy and focus. And Xander is holding a book open and he goes, yeah, it's a lot more complicated than you think. Like you can't just look at a book and say labrum incinere and expect. And as he says that, the book that he's holding just catches fire. Yes. And then he closes the book. He's like, oh, shit. And Jazz was like, hey, don't don't say Latin around the books. And basically all he said was book on fire in mm-hmm. Latin. And the book became fire, got caught on fire. Mm-hmm. What, what does this mean? <laughs> what, like, if you just say anything in Latin, it might cause a spell. Mm-hmm. Like, how were they able? How, how were they able to talk? back then like you know what i mean like i mean it's just they undercut their own thing by making it seem like spells are super easy or maybe xander's like got some deep dark like i'm a master wizard deep down in his system or something literally just said the latin words and a book turned on fire i feel like what yeah it it undercuts all of like the difficulty of witchcraft it makes it like, everything like there's a high schooler who knew how to bring people back from the dead. Yeah. Fair. A bully high school will learn from his uncle how to bring people back from the dead. It's not hard. The switchcraft yeah. stuff is not hard. <laughs> so after that, they eventually find the mark that everybody's been drawing that's on Jonathan's back, that's on the demon. They find it in a book, and Willow's like, this is an augmentation spell. It changes how everyone perceives a certain person. So whatever someone's doing this spell, it makes them a paragon. It makes everything around that person seem awesome and super cool, and everybody sees that person that way. But the caveat is it also creates an opposing force of equal uh, magnitude and... I was like, hold on a second. Yep. Jonathan is like the king of the world in this reality where he's like in movies. He's a doctor. He's mm-hmm. an author. He's got sneaker things. He's dunking on motherfuckers. He's a better slayer than Buffy. Mm-hmm. And the equal opposing force is just like this demon that has so far just scratched two women. That's not yeah. equal. No, I wrote down because it's a creates everyone's nightmare. And I wrote down, nah, yeah, nah, <laughs> that's not it. Like if Angelus, if Angelus showed up, it would be closer to uh, the danger. Like if Faith just walked in again, like she's more of a danger than this demon. Yeah, the like, demon's done. He hasn't killed anybody. It needs to be the complete opposite. Like one, just be like, hey, it'll unleash some demon. But don't mm-hmm. say it. Com- just don't say it unleashes like the complete opposite opposing force. Like th- you're implying like God and the devil like yeah. at this point, because like he is so super powered. Yeah. That like, the villain would have to be like bizarro Superman or evil Superman or something, you know, like it. We saw Jonathan blindfold himself and presumably shoot three apples off of the heads of like some soldier guys. That means that that demon should be able to do that as well. He's three feet tall and he can dunk. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, like I mean, this demon just has long arms. Like, what is this? Yeah, it's like such a bullshit. Like, it's not, not real. I just don't understand why they said those words when they had this costume and this demon in mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't know. They should have looked at that costume and like, we could just say that it unleashes another demon. Like, we don't yeah. need to say it's like as equally powerful as yeah. as Jonathan is cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that just kind of undercut everything. Like cause yeah. this demon sucks, dude. Like I mean, I it, it's fine for a it's, demon, but when it's built up to like this level, it's like no. Yeah, it's not. I, you know, I'll say equal. this. I almost wish it wasn't a demon that they had to deal with at the end. I wish it was something else. Like what? Like a plague or something? Well, when Adam's like, oh, these this magic is unstable and it will unleash chaos, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, all right, let's... You know what it's like? It's like the Nightmare episode from, like, the first season. Oh, Remember when okay, everyone yeah. had When everyone, like, this kid's in, like, a coma and everyone's getting, like, their worst nightmares and, like, stage fright was happening to people and oh, I think hornets were flying yeah, around. and giant bees. And uh, Xander was uh, being chased by a killer clown at a birthday party. A, like, a anti-Semite clown was chasing them or something. Like, it was... <laughs> It was like that kind of weirdness, and like Buffy's dad showed up and said he didn't love her. Yeah, like that was like interesting nightmare fuel and chaos, and like the world was falling apart, and like yeah, Giles couldn't read. I think yeah. at some point, like couldn't read anymore. It was like an interesting fracturing of yeah. reality, and like all this weird multiverse stuff opened up. Like yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it could have been like more weirdness as opposed to just like one like uh, uh, yeti. Yeah. Walk yeah, around. Like, it was like, oh, we just have to kill a Yeti and everything goes back to normal. Yeah. All right. That seems very simple for. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. I, I, I did love, like, after this explanation, Xander goes, So wait, he did a spell to make us think he was cool? That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I do love they're obsessed with it. Yeah. So then they explain, like, so if the demon that. Jonathan and Buffy are out hunting right now is killed it'll break the spell so no big deal and then Anya's like I mean Buffy and Jonathan are there alone right now and you would think that Jonathan wouldn't want Buffy to get very far in killing this demon and then so everyone's like oh shit Buffy's in danger right now they don't move an inch yep (laughs) they don't I was surprised when we cut back to them and they were just all sitting at home reading mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just like, oh no, Jonathan might try to hurt Buffy. They're like, well, he's uh, probably right. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to watch a want to watch a Jonathan movie? Yeah. <laughs> or do you want to listen to some Jonathan uh, yeah. music while we smoke some Jonathan weed? <laughs> <laughs> I got that Jonathan strain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we go to Buffy and Jonathan, and they're in a cave, and they're wandering around looking for this uh, this demon. And they see, like, a bottomless pit in the cave, and they stand at the edge of it. And Buffy's like, whoa, that pit will go down forever. And Jonathan's like, yeah, it really does seem that way, huh? And it's like he kind of steps back like he's thinking about pushing her down into the pit 
And just as he's about to like maybe ponder doing that, the demon jumps out and well, starts he, attacking them. Well, he grabs her wrist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He reaches over and grabs her wrist and then says, hey, come on, let's keep going. It's mm-hmm. deeper in the cave. And you're like, Phew. yeah, a little fake out. <laughs> little Jonathan, which I like about Jonathan. He's not a, uh, that's not his intention. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem like he's got malintent. Malice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they go off and then a demon starts attacking them. So then we go back to Giles' place and Willow is like amazed that Buffy was right. She's like, I can't believe it. Buffy was, Buffy's suspicions are true. And then everybody's like, wait, if this isn't the real world and this is some kind of weird wish universe, what's the regular world like? I don't think I like that. I don't want it. I don't want it to go back to how it was. Xander's like, I don't want to believe in a in a world where Jonathan isn't cool, and like that would be horrible. Like that, that just I I can't fathom it. And Riley's basically like, well, I mean, you guys realize that if Buffy doesn't kill this monster, we could be stuck in this wrong world forever. And then somebody's like, I mean, would that be so bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then everyone starts to get a little bit worried about Buffy. And this is another opportunity for them to get up and be like, let's go find him. But no one does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So then we go back to the cave and Jonathan and Buffy are fighting the demon. And as they're fighting it and Buffy's starting to like wail on this demon, Jonathan's like, hey, you just want you to know, like, the more that this demon gets hurt, the less awesome I get. <laughs> and he starts to, like, cower behind, like, a rock or something. I think he gets thrown or... Oh, yeah, he does get point, tossed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he gets hit by one of those eight-foot-long eight arms. <laughs> yeah. And then so, like, Buffy then starts to really, like, take it to this mm-hmm. demon. And then I think that there's a little bit of a remaster issue here because you can see, like, Jonathan just kind of, like, stand... like. In my version, you can see Jonathan like kind of standing in the background, like not knowing what to do or like when to come in. And um, that might not be a remaster issue. Nah, it, I don't know. It seemed a little like weird to me because it, 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 yeah, I don't know. But Jonathan does have like a little bit of a conflict here. He's like, oh man, this sucks. My run of being a cool guy is about to be over because Buffy's definitely going to, you know, attack this demon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just as Buffy's about to like attack the demon, the demon gets the upper hand on Buffy and Jonathan goes and he tackles the demon into the bottomless pit, sacrificing his coolness, but killing the monster. But Buffy at the last second grabs Jonathan's leg and saves him. And the demon goes into the bottomless pit and Jonathan is saved. And... Now we see once the demon is gone into the bottomless pit, the city of Sunnydale starts to revert back to normal and the spell is broken and all of the Jonathan posters and Jonathan merchandise and Jonathan billboards all start to revert back to their normal stuff and everything disappears and it's all very sad for Jonathan. Why is there still a Dingo's poster up? Or is that band still <laughs> operating? Because one of the posters turns into like a Dingo's poster. Mm. 
the last image is a dingo's poster i mean willow still has the dingo's poster in her room i guess it could have been i think been... this was like outside though really i don't yeah, i don't think it was a poster in her room i don't know i don't either maybe if it was in a room i forget it it was hard to tell where it was exactly i wasn't sure i mean they could replace i mean yeah. Oz. like bands do that all the time yeah you know it seems like is this something is this a hey oz is coming next episode kind yeah of thing? they've been referencing like, oz and per your uh theory of like if anyone starts to get mentioned they're coming back like yeah. with faith yeah oz has got to be coming back they plant the seeds yeah they plant the seeds too so look for oz in the next couple four or five episodes, episodes. yeah <laughs> at least for the finale yeah, that'd be cool if he came back and werewolfed uh, like, Adam out. What, what are you? What are you doing? Witchcraft with Tara? <laughs> <laughs> How hey, do y'all cured, feel about a three-way? <laughs> I cured my werewolf dumb. What? Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I want to be living that Jonathan life. You babes want to get in on this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry like the wolf. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So now we all go back to the gang and they can't believe what they believed they're this all was very like, high school staging where they're like sitting in the quad beneath the tree this yeah. is very it's like they're school. having a picnic yeah this is what they did in the high school a bunch yeah so they're all like man i can't believe that that whole thing was a spell that we were under i can't believe that we thought that jonathan was so cool and then xander starts to be like i mean i feel kind of empty you know does anybody else feel empty like i feel lost without jonathan's influence like i don't know what to make of the world anymore and then riley says the best line of the entire episode in my opinion and he goes yeah and did anybody else feel way too tall i felt way too tall (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much because it's just so weird that in Jonathan's fantasy world, he he's not wasn't taller. taller <laughs> Dude, Jonathan would be killing it in 2023, man. We got that short king uh, resistance going on right now, like the the rise of the short king. Hell yeah, dude! Jonathan yeah. would have been cleaning up. Is that a thing that's happening? Yeah, Vance, get on TikTok. Oh, I don't, I don't know what White Lotus is. Oh, you don't know the short king. <laughs> TikTok? <laughs> okay. Touche. Touche. <laughs> so um, while they're all talking about like, man, I can't believe we're all duped like this. Buffy sees Jonathan in the distance and he's just like standing and like kind of kicking his feet and he kind of looks up sheepishly at them. Didn't even know he went to the school. Me neither. I don't think he does. I think he might be just like hanging out. You know, he looks so small in the frame, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Buffy goes up to him and she's like, hey, man, what the fuck was that all about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Jonathan's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I just wanted to feel cool. You know, I don't I've never gotten to be cool. And you know, his hair's reverted back to like yeah. being down and like not styled. And he's wearing like this yellow uh, sweater or something. Yeah. It's like, you know, I just wanted to be cool, but you know, people are kind of pissed off, you know? That I mind raped them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's talking to me. And Buffy's like, Yeah, dude, of course people are pissed off. Like you 
you fucking had us under a spell to make you think that you were cool and you're obviously a fucking loser. <laughs> he says the twins moved out or whatever. Yeah. Does he live in that mansion still? I don't like, know. Is he Was rich? Get foreclosed on? <laughs> is he rich? <laughs> and Buffy's like, so tell me something. How the hell did you learn how to do this? <laughs> and he's like, well, when I went to counseling after my like suicide thing, there was a kid in that counseling and he knew how to do this witchcraft and the kid taught him how to do it and uh, i was experimenting with it for a while and like i finally got the the chutzpah and to make it happen and you know i'm sorry like i didn't want anybody to get hurt that was never my intention like i didn't want to get people hurt i just wanted people to think i was cool and buffy's like yeah people didn't like that though dude like we were weird actors in your sock puppet theater and he's like, you weren't sock puppets. You're my friends. And Buffy's yeah. like, dude, that kind of shit, that's not how this works. You don't just yeah. get friends by doing a spell. Like, all this stuff kind of takes time and you got to do work in order to make it better. And, like, people aren't just going to forgive you right away. Like, you fucking mind raped us, dude. Unless it's like WandaVision or something. <laughs> <laughs> But then Jonathan drops a little tidbit where he's like, you know, I don't know how much people remember and like the memories are starting to fade. But I know that in the Jonathan Wish universe, I gave you some good advice about Riley. And I think that I think that advice really actually is pretty decent advice, in my opinion. And I hope that you remembered it because I was on my game when I was giving you that <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's like yeah. he's kind of like what you're talking about with me and like making friends like it takes time you know that same kind of shit applies to you and riley like i know that you're hurt and the situation's complicated but you know you'll get past it and it's going to take some time but eventually you'll be able to look at riley's dick again and not think about him <laughs> fucking faith <laughs> and buffy's like yeah you know what you're right you're right the crazy thing is he's like, yeah, people are mad about this. So people are remembering this. Mm -hmm. People are remembering that they thought that somebody was something that they weren't. Mm -hmm. Like, I do like in The Wish that everything goes back and nobody remembered The yeah. Wish. And then Anya had to explain to them, like, what happened. Because it was, like, complete alternate reality, different dimension. This is so weird when they're all, like, talking about it and they all remember it. And now there's people that remember it, but then are mad. How would you be mad at him if you remembered it, if you didn't know about witchcraft and alternate realities? Wouldn't you just think that you're going insane? Yeah. It's, I it's mean, the Mandela effect. The uh, yeah, Mandela effect where you're like, wait, wasn't it this? No, that wasn't that. Like, Jonathan wasn't in the Matrix. What Keanu was? Like, you would go insane. Yeah. Like, that was what I was just about to bring up. Like, when they were on yeah. the picnic, they're like... So wait, Jonathan didn't star in the Matrix? Who then? Who did? Yeah, like I wonder this, if the once the spell wears off, they'll just completely forget it. They need it to. They need to. They yeah. really do. Like it's just a mental headache, a hurdle. And my thing is, I wrote this down. So some random dude taught him this spell, and he, Jonathan was like, "Oh, uh, he didn't tell me about the demon aspect of it, right?" Mm -hmm. There's another dude that has a spell just waiting for a moment. Yes. This is a get out of jail free spell, if anything. Well, that's what <laughs> I was thinking. Like, so 
anybody could do this. Like, how do you know that you're not living in somebody else's wish verse? Like, where there's... All the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would be so fucking paranoid all the time. Nothing would be real. Yeah. Like, this is like the conspiracy theorist. Like, if you're just so deep down the conspiracy web, like, everything's like a fake. Dude, everything's next, fake. Next episode, we're going to see Buffy with, like, tinfoil on her head. She's just like, how the fuck? Like, in cradle position. Like, how the fuck do I know I'm not in fucking some other guy's wish? Like, Anya is telling you, oh, yeah, you could just make a thing where all, like, uh, shrimp and stuff. And it's like, so wait, so now that there's, like, this uh, burger and fried chicken sandwich craze, like, is that real? Is that someone that really liked chicken? Like, yeah. Chicken, 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 chicken. <laughs> whopper, 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 whopper. Like, what's happening? Like, it opened so many questions to, like, what's real and what's not. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, a total mindfuck, especially, like... You know, we always talk about how, like, the people in Sunnydale are the most powerful and amazing people. Mm-hmm. And there's kids that know how to bring back people from the dead. There's, like, uh, secret, like, dummies that are ghosts and everything. Yeah. And then there's people that know how to completely alter reality. Just hanging out in some kind of therapy room with Jonathan. Yeah. Teaching Jonathan how to alter reality. Like, how many other people did he teach this to? Yeah, Exactly. Like, like this, this person needs to be hunted down and murdered. Well, and it's just in the book that they were looking at. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is an augmentation spell. And like Xander was able to set a book on fire by saying Latin. Yeah. <laughs> like this is dangerous. Yeah, dude. Like it's just and that's the thing. Like they're just thumbing through a book and they find a spell and they casually are like, yeah, this is an augmentation spell. Like, it just makes everybody think that you're cool. It's like, how many of these books exist that people could just access? Now I'm back to, like, Joyce's uh, mop mentality of burning all those books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this is the problem, man. Like, versus, like, keep the books so we can hunt down the demons and find out who they are. But, like, these spell books are dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we know... That this entire series is like maybe the equal and opposite force is the vampires thing. And it's somebody's <laughs> wish, like some just random dude's wish that, you know, everybody thought that he was cool. And it w- created the master and the mayor and all of these, all this peril. Here's a question. What if like five people are trying to do the same, do an augmentation spell at the same time? Yeah, like what if somebody's doing an augmentation spell to make everybody think that they're cool and then another person's like, no, I'm doing an augmentation spell to make sure that everybody thinks he's not cool. No, I'm just saying like what if two people try to do one to make themselves cool? Oh, yeah. What if someone's like, I want a bunch of shrimp and someone's like, I don't want a bunch of shrimp. Which augmentation spell wins? Yeah. I don't know. We're all living in the rocks augmentation spell universe right now. All right, let's do this Buffy Riley scene so I can say another point. <laughs> okay. So now we the we go to Buffy and Riley on the bed and they're kissing and Buffy's like, "I'm really glad that we had a talk about this." And Riley's like, "We haven't talked about this at all." And Buffy's like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> I first I was like, "Oh, did they just talk off screen?" And uh-huh. like, nope. <laughs> no. And then they start kissing again and then Buffy in the middle of them kissing goes, Mmm, Jonathan. And Riley jerks back like, what the fuck? And then the episode ends. I thought that was funny. I thought it was very funny. Um, The thing I wanted to say is that they needed to come up 
with a code word that only the two of them would know just in case her body switch ever happened again. Ooh. And I don't know why that wasn't thought of for them. And a safe word. Right? Like, anytime, it's like, especially after Faith's body switch, right? Mm-hmm. The Faith Buffy body switch and the alternate reality thing mm-hmm. that just happened. I'd be like, all right, between me and you, if I start acting weird or you start acting weird, this is our word. Yeah. And if we don't know this word, then we know something is up and we do not bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a do not bang clause. <laughs> you don't know the word kerfuffle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would be a perfect word. Something yeah. you don't use normally. For Joe, you might say it like all the time. Yeah, but I say it most people. Uh, I was just like, why are they not planning that? Stop being like, look in my eyes and be sure. Like, yeah. no. Dude, I wonder how many of those, like, uh, what is it Body like back, backup situations they could have at this point you know yeah. like contingency plans they need one for giles and buffy should have one mm-hmm. buffy and riley should have one she should have like a bunch of like she should look like memento and have tattoos all over her body of like yeah. what these mean <laughs> like there's yeah, just man. so much stuff you need like some some type of thing like i would be like buffy i would be like anya i need you to give me every I did. let me know how I can tell when a reality is altered because you can't and you should know because you should know all of this stuff. Yeah. You should have been able to feel it. Well, she's um, just an irregular person at this point again. But she still has the knowledge of alternate realities. Maybe she can't. You know what's weird is like Tara could sense that Buffy's <laughs> energy was off, but she couldn't sense an alternate reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Anyway. So that's that for this episode. Superstar, you got any last thoughts here? No, the spell could happen again. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be like... That. <laughs> if, John, if I'm Jonathan, I'm like, I'll just do it I'll again. I'll just try it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just make everybody forget that this happened. Oh, yeah. Make me I'll cool try again. it again. I'll try it again, and I'll build a cage, and I'll lock the demon in that cage. Yeah. Easy Done. enough. Yeah. Maybe another demon would happen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Another yeah. demon that's quote-unquote equal and opposite force or whatever bullshit if only jonathan could have fought adam while he was so strong yeah yeah all right vance next episode is titled where the wild things are that's a book yeah (laughs) (laughs) um where the wild things are i'm thinking this is gonna be something to do with spike uh with his chip and like joining up with the scoobies while adam wreaks havoc i don't remember what wild where the wild things were are it's like a kid dreaming and he's in a place full of monsters yeah i I saw the movie and i don't remember it at all um hmm. it's also a good song by a psychobilly band called mad sin um i don't think the chip's gonna play a part you don't? I feel like okay. they, don't, they I feel like they, I mean, it eventually will be something, but they seem to really not care about this chip thing. They just like bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is going to be a big Adam episode. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, we're getting to the home stretch of the season. We, we're on next episode is episode 18. So, so we have what, five more episodes? Yeah. There's 22 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. So they, I guess they got to really start ramping up the end of the season situation. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. All the usual plugs and shit at the end here. Uh, join our Discord. Link in the show notes. Join our Patreon where we do Boys Watching Angel. It's patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy. We also have uh, Boys Watching Movies where we did a review of Mr. Fix-It starring David Boreanaz. And boy, was that a fucking fun podcast. Yes. And it's a movie that you can see on YouTube for free. It's also on Peacock. Uh, we should have plugged this earlier in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, on Patreon, Mr. Fix It. Yeah. Um, we also... And it's, 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 it's an insane movie. It is absolutely insane. Like if you're in our Discord, I dropped the link for Mr. Fix It for the YouTube and, thing. And if you go to Patreon, it should be on there too, right? Oh shit, I didn't do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, it is on there. It is. It's okay. in the comments of the, the... You should make a whole posting. Okay, posting. yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mr. Fix It. It's a lot of fun. We also in our Discord like ha- uh, created new channels for all of our movies situations. So if you want to talk about Mr. Fix It, The Craft, The Menu, or Scrooged, we got conversation stuff going on on there too. Yeah. Uh, follow Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy, or if you want to email in, it's Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com. If you want to get a shit, 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 shout out. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts or do the five-star Spotify rating and screenshot it and send it to my DMs at Joe Welke. And uh, give me a follow, too, if you're fucking while you're there, you know? Fucking <laughs> give me a follow. I'm trying to make it in this industry, you know? Yeah. I'm and we're uh, still waiting on those uh, those gift cards. Oh, yeah. The digital di- Buffy at digital. <laughs> Someone's, someone said they were going to give us the Oculus, didn't they? Yeah, you got to get a P.O. <laughs> box for that Oculus. <laughs> How rich are our fans, dude? How rich are our fucking listeners? I hope they can afford certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. Don't. (laughs) I hope they're not listening to these on the street. I think they just know we're never going to get a P.O. box. (laughs) So they're like, yeah, we'll get you an Oculus. You could send someone a Best Buy gift card. Does setting up an Oculus, a P.O. box cost anything? I don't know. No, not that much. It's not the hardest thing to do. Yeah, I guess so. Digital gift card, boys watching Buffy at Gmail. Man, we're whores right now. <laughs> no, we want, yeah, we want everybody to just give us stuff. And guess what? If you give us stuff, you also get a shout out. Yeah, you get a big <laughs> shout out. You get an episode dedicated to you. <laughs> oh, and uh, this is a little tease if you're still listening this late into the podcast. Um, we're going to do something a little different, I think, for the uh, season four recap. It's going to be a little more. Uh, interactive with the uh discord users mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've had some stuff tinkering in my mind so right. it might be a little you know oscar season is uh upon us you know mm-hmm. so i'm thinking we might have a little you know might have people on discord uh vote for favorite things like we'll give our opinions but have them you know chime in but we're just still in the tinkering phase but just want to mm-hmm. give a heads up this is very much in the tinkering phase because I know nothing about this. I'm, I'm finding out about this live on air, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks again for listening, everybody, and stay tuned for next time when we talk about where the wild things are. So we're saying he did a spell just to make us think he was cool? Yes. That is so 
cool.